What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, Episode 10. As always, I'm James Fairchild. I'm Aaron Pena. I'm Jared Scott. I'm Joseph King. I can't believe we've done 10 of these already. Jesus ten. Christ. It's been a journey, hasn't it, guys? I'm excited about it. Big number one zero. Wait till we get to digits. Wait till we get to ten thousand. Oh, we'll probably be dead. I don't we know if that's dead. even physically yeah. possible. I well, think we could do. We could just, you know, we could start recording them every day. Oh, no, man. I'm good. I, I think we have plenty of well, plenty <laughs> but of for material. our tenth episode. Direct your attention to the lens up there. Hi. We're doing video for the first time. Yes. Man, it's like we're living in the 90s. How do you think this is going to go? <laughs> I think it's going to go great. <laughs> I think, we hope I think so. everything is appropriate we hope that so. we have on film. This is part two of the 90s. Yes. I we're missed gonna, last week. Right? I said, I, y'all, we did, y'all, y'all talked about music, right? We talked about music, um, and that's how we're going to kind of open up our Flavor of the Week 90s edition. Now, I haven't finished it yet, the part one. I was working my way through it. Okay. Um, as long as somebody talked about the Macarena, that's all I can. Oh, yeah. We talked about we it. Did. We <laughs> talked about it at length. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm going to well. say that because I was like, maybe they didn't. But no. nah, you did? We cool. did. Well, okay, so so let's let's hear uh, top four. Top four 90 songs. Since we missed you last week, let's let's like get I have your to opinion. Just go right off the yeah, bat. Just go right off. What's any genre, hit? just whatever. Okay, yeah, like, like my favorite, or do I think these are the best songs Joseph's, of the 90s? Joseph your King's personal, personal favorite. favorite. Oh god, just off the top of my head, yes. um, I'm gonna go with "When I Come Around" by Green Day is number one. Okay. Uh, number two is gonna be um, uh, Third Eye Blind." Which one do I want to do? I'm gonna just go with uh, "Burning Man." I like that song. Oh yeah, oh, that's okay. a good song. He actually chose "Third Eye Blind." Jumper, jumper, jump, yeah. That, I would say that's, it was, was it that's a monumental that's like my song. All-time favorite. So, so when I come around by Green Day, uh, Burning Man by uh, Third Eye Blind, uh, What's My Age Again by Blink One Eighty Two. What more? Um, I know you got a gay one in your mind that you really <laughs> want to talk about. I mean, technically, those are three. Games. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like. Uh, let me go with uh, ninety-eight degrees. No, we Backstreet Boys. we were not fans of the boy band era. Screw you, I was. Uh, let me see. Fourth, real quick, just um, something off the. T- uh, Pete Smalls, Matt, no. Match. Bo- oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's go hip hop for my last one. Um, I'm gonna go with Ice Cube's "Today Was a Good Day." There we go. Great. That's go. a good, good Ice one. Cube, man. All right, so Ice Cube. <laughs> so I was thinking Ice Cube. This is my fantasy. <laughs> Okay, so it brings us to uh, you know one of the main, not one of the main, yeah, one of the revolutionary parts of the '90s um, in this technological um, frontier that we've kind of entered in, uh, Napster. Oh yeah, or really just it, torrenting, torrenting, torrenting any kind of music. Let's talk about that for a little bit. How okay. many people had Morpheus, LimeWire, Napster? LimeWire, I used a BearShare. So BearShare, allegedly. <laughs> yes, I didn't use Napster because you had to. Pay for that? Yeah, that one was you? kind of. I use uh, LimeWire exclusive, no, which is why right. I probably fucked up my mom's PC <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> Morpheus, no, Napster, Morpheus. Napster kind of I mean, it didn't really open the doors. There was a lot of that was around file sharing and stuff like that was Morpheus. around. I don't explain Morpheus, James. I don't I mean, remember that one. It was a pirated type yeah. of way yeah. to download music. Yeah. It was just one of those programs like, like LimeWire, like LimeWire, like Napster. But Napster, you had to. Did you have to pay for that? Well, the thing about I, Napster, you, I think you could get so many songs for free. Or I know you could burn their songs. Like it had its own software, like Windows yeah. Media Player. But I do remember BearShare. I did have BearShare. Here's the thing: I think Napster was pretty much exclusive music, right? And then the other ones, 
you know, you could get a little freaky. Oh, oh, you're you saying know. you're saying Napster was music only. All the other ones so. you could do like oh, video. Okay, I think yeah. so. But they, your but MP3 Napster was just the, because, the, the, because the peer I, peer I knew with like Bear Share, I, you know, I start one on about you know ten o'clock at night with the fifty six K. Let's start early. Oh, and then, I was about and to say, and yeah. then about five o'clock in the morning, I was like. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you woke up early Dude, for those yeah. mornings. I, I, would, I remember, like, I would cue my LimeWire. I would get, like, a bunch of songs for a CD or whatever. Yeah. And this is during dial-up and everything, and it would take fucking all night. I would right. start about, yeah, like Aaron said, 10 o'clock. But if you night. had any interruptions from incoming calls but you're talking or anything about like video. that. Yeah. No, I never did that. No. I, was a, I was a good Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Back then, you it never, was... Oh, yeah, you only pirated audio files. <laughs> you sure. Didn't, you didn't so the one that's drinking well. uh, hip drink right now, right? A hippie ah. drink. Yeah, it's made out of hemp, right? Yeah, apparently, hemp apparently yeah. it doesn't have any THC, but it's... Oh, well, it's hemp. Hemp it's, doesn't it's, have... Uh, it's hemp seeds alcohol. Wow. Hemp tails. You can buy it there at... Uh, what, did, what did they change... Uh, Fiesta Foods too. Uh, Market forty four or something like Market that. Market thirty three. Oh, 33. that's what it was. They changed Same Fiesta difference. Foods yeah. on tenth. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. The other one over here. So apparently that it's used to be Panhandle Salvage. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow, well, I didn't know they changed it from Fiesta Foods. Crazy. Yes, and apparently it's still under same ownership, but they have a bunch of like uh, craft beers or whatever, and this is like a beer made with hemp, which, as you know, is one of the ways you grow marijuana. But this does not have THC. Obviously, it wouldn't be able to be yeah. sold in Texas if it did. Yeah. I was about to say, man, you keep consuming that. Just go back to Austin. <laughs> I mean, because it tastes really bad. I just found it. <laughs> he's, I don't want him to turn into a hippie. That's I'm the not. thing. And if he does, he's just going to have to go down to Austin and just stay there. Uh, it's too hot and down it, there. It is crazy humid down there. I don't see how people can live down there. We went in in November down to the hill country, and it was beautiful in November, but I yeah. wouldn't want to spend my oh, summer yeah. there unless I had a pool and a lake. And College oh, Station, you were down there, what, a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. it was. But it was smoldering. How was there? Smoldering, smoldering and sweltering. I mean, it was probably 102 outside, like, and probably swamp ass temps were in the 120s. Man, I bet you were soaked by the end of that game. Oh yeah, because it was seven overtimes against yes. LSU. Well, but it was okay because it was like 12. One year uh, we went down there. I took down my kids. I took them down to go tour A&M just to show them. And that night at the hotel. Our air conditioner didn't want to work. Oh, Jesus. And we, we called, we called. They sent a repairman. Oh, man. And that still didn't work. And I was like, dude, are there any other rooms? He's like, no, nah, man, we're full capacity. He called every hotel within College Station and all that. Everybody was full. Man, I, I mean, I have not sweated that much in my life. Oh, Even man. like in a I sauna. I bet you could have filled like a, a kiddie pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I literally went and took a bath. Like, so this was pre pre the, Airbnb the, days. R- reminds me nah, of it was still Jackass. What, was well, well, two? I didn't know about Jackass Two, yeah. where they put Preston Lacey in the in the sweatsuit oh, and like, <laughs> or or Blue from uh, old school when he yeah. wrestled the college girls yeah. in the was that in the basement of some totally fraternity. But anyway, nineties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next nineties is just kind of a general. I mean, just a question that I, I have for you, gentlemen. Uh, talking, saying a little bit about music before we move on to the next subject. Um, did you sing with an accent while singing Wonderwall or Sh- uh, Champagne Supernova from Oasis? Because I always did. I, I didn't, but I wish I could have. I didn't have that much ability and talent like Joseph here. He, he has wow. that ability. Let's Belt hear it. it. Let's hear it. God 
damn it. Uh, <laughs> Just say something in English. Champagne supernova when we were getting high. I don't know. That's uh, I didn't listen <laughs> Wait, to them. Well done. Oh, it's a different well song. Done. Well done. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it was still that band. Yeah. I didn't listen to them. I liked Oasis. Wonderwall is one of my favorites. Wonderwall. Yeah, he sounded like Austin Powers. Mm, that was pretty sexy. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you even look like him too with that face. <laughs> with when that you, face. No, when you squint. Sorry, this is my face. God gave it to me. Oh man, I, I didn't listen to the Oasis that much when I was growing up. I was kind of like into the punk rock stuff and all that. But yeah. I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate them now. Being yeah. older, oh, they're good. I did. A, I did as a, as a twenty year old. I really got into the alternative rock nineties. You know, so I've that's on my playlist every single time I open up Spotify. Now, that's what I listen to. Is Oasis? Wasn't or those that two the songs? same? Hold on, nineties alternative. Isn't that the same fucking song where it's like no. One day you will find me caught underneath the landslide. <laughs> is that not Oasis? Yeah, 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 yeah Champagne is, is. Supernova, and then you have Wonderwall. Yeah, I, I think you blended right. the two. But maybe. you asked me about Champagne. Both songs, Wonderwall and Champagne oh, Supernova. Okay. I, th- I said same. Wonderwall first. It threw okay. you off. My bad. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so the next <laughs> one um, is, a, is, a, is a subject that's intimate and dear to Texas history buffs. <laughs> <laughs> It's Waco, Texas, and David Koresh. Oh my! Oh, the the Branch week. Davidians. <laughs> you guys remember this? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I was actually um, looking about it earlier today. I didn't realize that the, the kind of the background of how he became the cult leader down there, and essentially it was this uh, it was this pre existing cult, and David Koresh, who was somebody else, really. You know, he that's his name. He changed it to, but he kind of uh, befriended the uh, a seer or a pro- prophetic woman. And then her son took over, and then he kind of killed his son or something. I don't know all the details, man. I just know he was a self-proclaimed prophet, and he was a crazy asshole. Here's the oh, thing. Yeah. That all, the only thing you need to know about Waco, what happened. There was a bunch of crazy cult people, right? Mm-hmm. But then ATF roar, royally screwed that thing up. Like... ATF is already, in my opinion, an unconstitutional entity. And useless? Yeah, useless. Totally useless. There's a huge standoff. Yeah. It was like 50 days long. They, they played... There's an episode in season three of South Park <laughs> where they're having like a standoff with ATF. And apparently they actually did this. They put loudspeakers up and they played shares. Do you believe in love the world? They played that on repeat for like... Yeah. It may have not been that song because I don't think it was out when actually the, the Branch Davidian thing happened. In the South Park episode, that's what they play. But I'm they, sure it was they, 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 they put speakers out and they played... It may have been Cher. I think they played Prince. Like just... To just torment and torture just them. Just constant 24-hour yeah. music. If you're playing you Prince, I'm going to get down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that was what they did to just torture them to come out. And then it didn't happen. And then they shot a smoke grenade in uh, to the building and it started a fire and sad thing it was a lot of children inside died yeah, yeah 79 perished that's in that crazy. whole siege that's crazy that's man. the word for it is a siege yeah. well and i re- um i don't remember i'm not saying it that way because i didn't watch it you know how i don't watch crap on netflix i just hear what people say about it um i do remember seeing memes <laughs> of, of the- <laughs> sorry guys i still haven't did you watch it. tiger club <laughs> <laughs> it's not tiger club right it's tiger yeah. king tiger, tiger king. king um and it showed how the FBI agents and the ATF agents were crying, you know, as it was it was burning down and everything yeah. like that. But I remember seeing images from Waco of the ATF agents standing by the smoldering remains and taking a picture, like a photo op. Like you stand there while someone takes a picture as you're 
Oh, uh, reveling man. in your success or whatever it was, but yeah, it's a it was a twisted. The worst part corrupt. was the children died. You know that was that was so sad. No Just like you know life. Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, this was kind of the motivation for well, that. Well, that's that uh, Timothy McVeigh was there that day. Yeah. Th- this whole standoff was mm-hmm. going on, and he stated that his reasoning for committing the Oklahoma City bombing was, was from the, that. was for revenge of what ATF did. In Texas at Waco, so and, you know Oklahoma City bomb, bombing happening happened in 1995, and you've been to the actual monument in sight, oh, yeah. haven't you? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's tough, it's a tough thing to just walk. I mean, especially like you know, I know you see the uh, the adult chair or whatever they have out there, but the yeah. worst is when you see all the kids, you know, like yeah. you know, man. And I think what really got me, you know, was there's a right across the street, there's a church, and it shows Jesus weeping. And it's like, wow, there, there, there was a reason why that thing was still there and you, still survived. So, you know, it didn't fall down or anything like that. So, pretty, it's like I said, it's really touching, man. Like, it, it, was, really, it was a horrible thing that happened in Waco and what happened following in Oklahoma City. Uh, but there was some good that came out of it. Uh, being a first responder, I learned during school. Uh, a lot of changes. There are two two events that happened, like the way that um, paramedics and firemen respond to major calls with mass casualty incidents and things like that. Yeah. And one two two catalysts kind of help put in place the things that we operate in under Amarillo at AMS and AFD is the same way. Uh, one of them being obviously nine eleven, but the other one was what happened at the world, or excuse me, uh, what happened at Oklahoma City. For that bombing, mm-hmm. uh, put putting forth a lot of new policies, a way to handle, keep responders safe, but at the same time go about um, extricating patients in a safer way. Right. So I mean, it, it did have its positive. Yeah, and unfortunately, it gave everyone the experience to know how to handle those situations. So did they change? Like, but, is is the training more like triage style training, or is it just more of the procedures of of how to handle yourself and make sure scenes are so what safe? O- and- so what Oklahoma City did because what killed a lot of uh, first responders was a s- uh, secondary explosion, which is kind of helped uh, put in place policies to um, that you know we have a hot zone, a warm zone, and a cold zone. Most EMS operates in the cold zone; they don't go inside the hot zone. Firemen are inside the warm. And then your uh, law enforcement officials are inside the hot, and unless it's a fire type, excuse me, whatever the degree you know, like of there's hot a, is, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, if there's an explosion, then it's probably fires, yeah, the hot zone, right? But if it's a terrorist attack or like a hostage situation, that is law enforcement's yeah. hot zone, right? It helped establish those things. Okay, it helped establish uh, the way. Uh, that the chain of command works and things like that and who you're sending into that building and accountability. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of first responders perished in Oklahoma City that weren't accounted for for almost like several days later. Oh, wow. And, and because Sad. they just didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with 9-11. Right. So. That's interesting to know. I mean, I, that's why I like having you in your perspective. Well, I like having you around. Oh, too. thanks, Oh, looky there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to shift make into... make out or something? Or <laughs> Let's go, Bob. No, I will not make out. That was really Go on awesome. with the chlorophyll. I'm going to talk about that later anyway. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so we're going to transition into talking about movies uh, and TV, just kind of the visual entertainment side of the 90s. And I'm going to start with this question okay. for the, the three of you. Um, was there room for Jack on the piece of wood in the ocean and Titanic? Stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really. Aaron's got some pent up aggression. Oh, yeah, about let's, this. let's hear it, Aaron. You know, Seriously. Let's you know, hear it. You don't mess with my Leonardo DiCaprio, bro. Leo. 
Oh, that's my boy right there. I'm with you on that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love him. But he's smaller than you. Scoot over. <laughs> he's smaller than you. Scoot over. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Like, it's like, you know, she said she never let go. Bitch, did I let go? No. I she, uh, so she lied. She lied. Oh, so you think she 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 knew she had that that jewel? Yeah. And she probably leveraged it the rest of her life. Nothing but a gold digger. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't remember which comedian it was that said it, but they put it in the words that just fit it best. It's like, it's like I got to give you the big piece of wood, bitch. You ain't even met my mama yet. <laughs> exactly. What have you done for me lately? Oh, Not a damn thing. Um. So to answer the question, <laughs> yes. Jared, to answer the question, uh, the was there relevant. enough room? Technically, yes, but I don't think the buoyancy of that desk that they were on. Would have supported both their weights mm-hmm. because it's a de- was it was it a desk? I'm pretty sure it, a- it was a piece of desk. We'll call it a piece of desk. Valid. I, I can piece see that of desk. A piece, a piece of, of desk because you would think a desk in, in its entirety would would sing. Now here's another thing. Caveat to that too. It's like at the same time, it's like yeah, he loved her or whatever. But at the same time, that comedian was right. They had only known each other That's for true. about 48 hours. Oh yeah, yeah. You're on your own, bitch. I gotta survive. It was really <laughs> yep. rapidly sped up their whole love in it didn't make any sense to me well, they were, I mean they were teenagers right I think that was the, well, the, 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 yeah. the standpoint they were teenagers and loved I just remember how stuff on big the ocean. that movie was in the 90s yeah and going to see it with my family and yeah. having to like you know look away when the scene came on oh yeah it was You're such a fag paint <laughs> it wasn't my choice paint me like one okay. of your French girls I was sitting there like <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a oh, great line you were sitting there like I was, what I was like in fifth grade and I was like hey there's something up what's up God, <laughs> hey you know what it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> who wants who okay. wants to buck? Okay. okay. <laughs> Shout out to Kate Winslet. She had great she had great fingernails. God. Yeah, man. Great yeah. fingernails. Yeah. Like to know her nail stylist. Um, um okay. but as far as that movie goes, I mean, let's talk about it for a minute. That's one of the most influential movies of all time. I think that's the only movie I saw in Did a theater you know? that had intermission. Did you know Celine Dion performed the Titanic song, whatever, what is it? My heart will go on. Near fall. Here in Amarillo at the Amarillo Little Theater when Oprah was staged to do Celine her Dion shows. was here? Yes, yeah, she was here. She's, wow. There's, can you we, can find can it online. Can we sue Oprah again or something and just bring that level of participation What Canadian? <laughs> what, Canadian <laughs> what Canadian would you like to bring this time? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly sure. who I would bring. Yeah, bring I mean, Deadpool. she did. She sung that song here and the, you can find it online. Can I you find it online? I found it online the other day. Actually, so you were looking for like Celine Dion her singing. performance of well, I was researching, is online. Yeah, I was researching the whole Oprah. That's cool as shit. Ordeal. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, because the whole Oprah thing either. was so fucking huge at the time. Right. God, that's that uh, that's all week. that was on the news mm-hmm. when that was going on. And she, she I didn't. Oprah know. even had Hanson. You know. Oh, and Amarillo? Hanson performed at Amarillo at the Amarillo Theater? Yeah. She was, they were on the show. That is crazy. Who else? There was an, there was an, a male actor. Oh, okay, so that's where she did the show. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot, man. There was, there was a, a lot of that's great. That's crazy. Like, they brought yeah. in some great people. I just remember she, I remember trying to get tickets from my mom. You know, my mom was a big fan. And, dude, there was just no way. Like, You know what's crazy Like about getting older? It's like at the time, you could give two shits about Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. But if you had a chance to go see her... You probably do it. Oh, like, yeah. She's oh, one of those. Yeah. Especially in the 90s when she's, that movie came she's out. She's a Grammy winner. You know what I mean? That you song. still have a chance to see her. Yeah, she's, she's she still plays there. in Vegas. Okay, but I'm not going to do that unless she comes where I'm at. I'm not going to go out of my time. Uh, to but go if you're, see her. Okay, so if you're in <laughs> Vegas and someone sees they're like, hey, man, you're the thousandth, but whatever. If you, were, if you won free tickets, Vegas, you okay, would go see If you were your mom in 1998 here in Amarillo, what would you have done? 
I don't think she gave a shit about Celine Dion <laughs> at the time. But Oprah, every my mom wanted that to go. That would have been cool. Her friends wanted to go. I mean, it was a huge. Did she give out deal. free shit like she did back then? Like she oh, does I'm today. Sure. She gave out like sure little did. things. I think. I don't think it's not like because I don't think her like her giveaways didn't get big until she got back to Chicago you know, and she. Yeah, I mean, not to take she wasn't like, giving away not, to, not to change the topic. We'll, we'll get back on topic real quick, but you know, just talking about Oprah made me think. You know who today's version of Oprah is? Who's that? Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. Yeah, I'm like not. She's I'm giving not, isn't away. Oprah still Oprah? Isn't she still doing her yeah, show? Who gives a fuck about? Does Oprah? she still <laughs> record shows? Oprah, Oprah or Ellen? Well, I, I don't think anyone Oprah. has right now. I think she's on. She's a part Oprah. of the View, right? No, she has her own Bruh. network. She has no, the Oprah I, Winfrey I swear, network. She's on something. Maybe it's Good Morning America. She does something. She's every not morning. a part of the View because I see that stupid. You watch the View? Hello. How's the View? <laughs> I just see it. When I, I know she does. We have it on channel. channel she does. Eight she does something. I, she may still do her show. Well, but I know she does a part of. Something. Are you thinking that? Are you thinking that Wolf, that Oprah Winfrey is Whoopi Goldberg? No, because no. you thought Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg were who the are you, same person. What are you talking? Who are you talking to? Talking to me or him? Yeah. Who was the person that? Who was the person that thought that Oprah Winfrey was on the View? He, I did. Did you think that Whoopi Goldberg was? No, no. I knew okay. Whoopi Goldberg was on there, but I right. hey, she was huge in the nineties too. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. I'm not great. saying Oprah's on the View. I'm saying she's on something like the View. Okay, so I gotta since we brought up Whoopi Goldberg, what was the movie where she took over as like the Knicks head coach in the nineties? Oh shit, with Chris Rock. Yes, I remember that, that movie. was one of the. Uh, that was a. Oh, uh, okay. Oh man, I know what you're talking about. That was a good. That was a funny. Movie. That had actual players, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, Patrick man, I, Ewing was I in that. Remember, that was a good movie. It was good. I can't remember. Eddie, that. Eddie, I think it's Eddie. Eddie, yes, yeah. dude, that was such a issue. I'm pretty like sure a, Will Smith like played her son in that movie. She was a great actress, man. She's underrated. Or no, it was really? Sister Act. Sister Act. Will Smith Sister played Act Whoopi Goldberg's son in Sister Act, the first one. Man, Will Smith was in Sister Act. Look it up, like before he was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air no. or anything. Look it up. I'm. I, he was in something with Whoopi when she was. Very young. Well, then it wasn't. It was a sister act. Man, it might have been. I'm, a big, I'm pretty sure sister act fan. Are you? Wow. Let's hear it. That's weird. Let's well, first it. of all, that was a great movie. I oh, love that movie. Man. I remember singing that. Why? Song tell us why it was such an influential and impactful nineties. Nineties. That's a nineties movie. Yeah. Probably because the thing I liked about it is, you know, growing up Catholic and everything like that, bringing in the different kind of, uh, bringing in the different kind of music. You know, because. I mean, Catholic, yes, you have the choir and you have the, the organ and all that. But the way she did it and the bring the hype and all, it was cool. A lot of soul. You know, a lot of yeah, soul. a lot of soul. On my, on my dad's side of the family, my grandma, I mean, we would go to Catholic church. But it, and I know what you're talking about. It's very like, by the book, this is how things are. It's very boring when you're a kid to go to Sunday Mass. Whoopi, she she changed it up for oh, you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I think it was just one of those that, you know, kind of exposed, you know. And help out off. with the Catholic, you know, church. Yeah. How rigid it you is, know? right? Yeah. So, but you know, I love this. And then part two, man, that was a great. That was great music. Did we like, ever find out what? Sorry, what, did we uh, find out what Will Smith was in? Oh Just, no, I gave up on that. Sorry, he started talking about Sister Act, and I, I got excited and started remembering oh. playing I, that or watching. Look that it up, Aaron. Like I know track. there's a movie that Whoopi was in that she plays her son or some shit. While we're waiting on that, let's think of whatever genre you guys want to. Want to categorize? They're in here. Made in Let's America. Made in America. Let's that's think of the Ted most. Danson's in, ooh, Ted yeah, Danson's the one. in that That's movie. the one. Ted that's the one. Let's think of the most influential '90s movie in our own opinion, whether it be comedy, 
drama, influential action, like pop so, culture. Or, or, so what I did was I I, yeah. I broke it up as best movies, like these are your crit- critically acclaimed, like Titanic and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I have comedies and things that I like. Right. Real quick, I want to talk about what I consider, and it pisses me off that TMC, or, or excuse me, not TMC, AMC, they do 100 greatest movies every year, and they yeah, change yeah. the list so ever so often for yeah. new movies to get in. They didn't even have this in their top 100, and it's complete bullshit to me. Mom always said, life is like oh, a box man. of chocolates. One of they the didn't greatest. have that in their top 100, Forrest Gump. Top 100, really. Is that not blow that your mind? That was literally like Blasphemy. an Americana greatness in my opinion yeah. that's that's one that's in my top five favorite movies that's probably the best film but, of the 90s but when did that list come out that's the wrong thing 90, came out 94 96 94 no 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 none of, the, none of that the list, that list man they've got all the one things. that had it Casa, on there yeah. Casablanca still on Last the list year. but Forrest Gump's on that's was, the, that, the reason why I say that because and I hate you know I hate saying it you know the guy was you know mental right and <laughs> No. They think they're trying to make fun of him. And I think that's why they didn't put it in the top one. Oh, either. you're saying because of like how yeah. PC everybody is. Yeah, right? exactly. I don't know, man. I think but you know what I'm they, saying? They, I, I get I it. See, I could see them doing I that. I could see them doing that. I, I, see, like, I, find it, I find it ridiculous because I, I remembered that movie and seeing where his IQ was. And I was like, it's like he was he wasn't somebody that could not perform on his own. He was someone that had a learning I, disability. I see, was a little bit slow. And he, I see what Aaron's saying. Exactly, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's just ridiculous. just the way people are today. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. don't don't offend anybody. A bunch of pussies well, and everything. people are wrong like that, today. Yeah. Exactly, so, and that's what I was trying to say. Like, it's just I got you. That's what makes me mad. So anyway, let's talk about Forrest Gump for a minute. What's y'all's right. favorite scene from Forrest Gump, James? Um, the scenes where they're you know in Vietnam and they're fighting. Oh, yeah. it, it just. The special effects for that time were, were amazing. They have the great. best band of all time performing that. Right? Exactly. CCR. Yeah, CCR. <laughs> and then and then you've got him, you know, he he talks to Bear Bryant and he's practicing and he see him running down the field like that was Run, so cool, you son man. of a bitch. <laughs> he must be the stupidest son of a bitch alive. And then he sure is fast. Was he shaking hands with Kennedy or who yeah, was he, he yeah. met Kennedy like right. and that's the that was the point of all the, the movie historical. is that he he was the catalyst that happened at all these historical events mm-hmm. and he was a he regular was Joe just a regular he, just re- he was a regular Elvis. guy that's what Elvis I love that was my that was my favorite part is all when the, he taught Elvis yeah. his move and then they saw him later like he was he just went through their bed and breakfast or whatever all right? of the historical ties and how you know correct they were and how the you know theatrics the the acting was great. The special effects were great. It was just a well done movie, you know, Absolutely. from beginning to end. Yeah. Yep. My favorite scene. I don't even know if I could pick like every five minutes of that movie is great, but I, oh, yeah. I love the part where when he's on the run across America and he's helping, yeah. he comes up with the shit happens bumper sticker and, and the, the, and the smiley, smiley face shirt. Like that. Oh is just, man, that's a great, it's, it's such a good movie, man. And, and for them to even, okay. So even if cancel culture or PC was even the reason behind it, or they just didn't think it belongs in the top 100, it's complete bullshit. That movie is that anytime that's on most, I would say most majority of the percent of the population will watch that movie. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. Well, and it's like it's like Saving Private Ryan. Everybody in the '90s saw that movie. It maybe made. I was just like it made six hundred fifty-eight million dollars in the '90s. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Everybody saw the movie. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, Forrest Gump's one of the best. What's what's another like if Casa- monumental? Okay. 90s monumental. monumental. All right, Aaron. Oh, let's man. hear your let's hear your monumental okay. '90s monumental, movie. Monumental. Okay. Yeah. If I have to pick any movie in the '90s. And the thing about it, man, it comes on, I'm watching it. doesn't matter what time. 
Shawshank Redemption. Name. I knew somebody right. was going to say that. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, dude, I just. Andy Dufresne. Golly, man, it is such a great movie, man. The 90s had good dramas. Took a lot of Real lessons dramas. away from that movie, too. Yeah, man. exactly, man. It was a great, great You know, I mean, I know that kind of sounds cliche, whatever, whenever, you know, he says, you know, get busy living or get busy dying. You know, but I was like, oh, shit. Makes know, sense, makes man. Sense. It's simple, but makes sense. Yeah, it is. You I know, mean, Shawshank's one of those movies I, I kind of like equate to what I was talking about with Celine Dion and things like that back when I was young I didn't appreciate it then because mm-hmm. it was just kind of boring to me as being a young oh, kid yeah. but like now as somebody who appreciates now, yeah. film like holy cow it's such a good movie man. as an adult man you could take away so much from that movie and apply it to your own life I remember what, wasn't that a Stephen King book yes yes it was right yeah. yeah great 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 movie I mean the thing about it too I mean yeah I mean they had you know you know the great you know some great actors but you know but there were also there were some parts where, you know, man, like, you know, uh, what was the old man's name? Um, they had the crow. I can't remember his name. Golly. I went blank. Oh, Brooks. the one that Morgan Freeman Brooks. plays? Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. You know, I mean. And it's Andy Dufresne, right? Yeah, Is it Andy? So. Yeah. You know, that old man, dude, he just. He had life it, figured out. Well, it just got to me. Not, not, I mean, out of the whole movie, man, he just. You know, like when he talks about fear, man, like, you know, like how fast things move. It's just like, shit. I mean, yeah, especially really, looking on it now. That's yeah, especially it, looking it on really, it now. Yeah. It's like, that's one of those movies that you can take a lot away from and apply it to your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? At all aspects of your life, too. It's not just a movie that kind of lingers on it. Because there's a lot of movies that I, I took a lot more, I take a lot more from now than I did when I watched them in the night. But I do have another movie that. Really influential. Get it. Get it. More. What is it? All right, we'll let you go again. Go Are you ahead. Sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure? No, no. I mean, you interrupted us shit. and said it again, so let's hear it. <laughs> no, I mean, no, let's hear it, my man. Shit. You know, if anything, the Sandlot, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Like that right there, just. I know it was a baseball movie. You know, I love oh, baseball. Yeah. But, man, it showed you how to be a kid, man. Like. That was that was the best part, and to a degree, that was smalls. our childhood still. <laughs> like, yeah, it I really mean, was. I mean, yeah, it, was t- it took place thirty years before, but to a degree, that was still our childhood. We still went. We spent all summer hanging out with our friends. We oh, showed definitely. up before the street lights went up. You know, Damn. that's when we were home. Yeah. We played. We partied. We did stupid stuff. We went to the pool. We yeah, oogled you know, the older girls. That movie is the epitome of boys that were raised in the 90s. And I don't even think it takes place in the 90s. No, it takes place in like the 50s or 60s. Yeah. 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 But, and like, but it was the epitome of like, that's just what it was like to be a young boy. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? And their love for the game and the players you know, when I'm when I think of baseball, I think of the greats, and the greats were brought up in that movie: Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. I mean, they glorified those guys. And me watching that as a kid wanted me to go find out who is this guy, what did he do, why was he so special, why are these kids idolizing him? It made me really connect with those kids, and I was one of those kids. I loved baseball, and it kind of helped me fall in love with the game even deeper. For sure, and seeing other kids, you know, these movie stars. It was just it was just a great you know movie, what, man. What that rem- movie reminds me of? I mean, we played baseball in high school and everything, but like, just and y'all are gonna bear with me for a minute. It'll, right. it'll make sense. You know, you know when you're running a base playing kids in like in like a 
a field that has no grass and that Ugh. dust just gets picked up mm-hmm. and you get that dirt all over you mm-hmm. like that I, I i smell that i mm-hmm. feel that i have that mm-hmm. all on my face like when yeah when i watch that movie the, that's what teeth. it reminds yeah the gritty <laughs> in your hair like every kid yeah. every young boy can relate to that that feeling that of like layer. trying to slide in we can you're, you're sliding in for no reason you didn't have it you didn't need to slide but you did it anyway to slide home just like, cool. yeah. you wanted to be like the greats yeah and you know the the baby shins ball. all banged up and everything yeah like, man it would, I I remember so, that you know, I played on a field like that on the, that where the uh, the the family dollar is on Northeast Twenty Fourth and Grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we we Paul Patrick and everybody we played in that field. It Behind just used it. to be nothing yeah. but dirt right there. Yeah, it brings back a lot of memories as a kid. Oh, those those, those, those you remember those baseball fields out there? You know the Kiwanis. The Kiwanis, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Hey, I remember. I mean, I know. I mean, I remember they're all dirt. Yeah, I remember when they first put grass in, it, and I was like. Well, this kind of screws that's, it up. That's where most of my games as a Little League player like, were played out there. And I ended up moving down the street to my grandparents' house. And every night we'd see the lights on. We'd be like, oh, there's but a yeah, game on. It's like you had to learn how to take a ball off the freaking oh, yeah. chin or the chest. And I love playing. Oh, yeah. Just move on. <laughs> I was so sad when they when they tore it down and they moved on from it, man. And they built these the Rick Klein you know, complex out by Caprock. It just it broke my heart because yeah. I have so many memories of playing right. over there at the Kiwanis in the north side of town. So to keep these like what I think, like I said, I think we talk about the monumental movies first. James, you're wearing a T-shirt of a film that I it, it can be classified as just a film you enjoy, but I think it is one of the most important films of all time. What do you? What's your shirt, James? Jurassic Park, and that's going to be my monumental movie, and I'm sure all of you guys have it on your list somewhere. Whether yeah, you, it be number yeah, two. I got to find another five. one now. I got to find another one now, James. <laughs> but, but no, but I want to hear. I, I want to hear both sides of why why it was personally monumental to you, and then why you feel it to be the most or one of the most, if not the most, nineties monumental. The reason it's so monumental to me is because it can it made me as a kid in the nineties connect with the film, with all of the toys, all of the things, the merchandise that came from the film. I got to put my hands on, and I got to recreate it in my own bedroom at home. So I felt a special connection to that movie. And those toys were so high quality. Yeah, they now. Were, you can't man. find toys like no. that. I still, yes, they were. I yes. still have a, you know, some of them that, the, that my boys play with, and they've almost destroyed them. But you know, having, having that connection with the film, and just I was a huge dinosaur fan when I was a kid anyway. Yeah. And having that film come out whenever I was you know, five, six years old, it helped you know, relive an, an imagination. Because I, I played a lot alone as a kid because I had an older sister. So... A lot of the times that I would play, I would play with my dinosaurs. And that movie seemed so real to me. I thought that there really was a Jurassic Park, you know, island out yeah. there. It, it, it felt so authentic. It didn't feel like it was, you know, a big, huge production that was made in Hollywood, you know? Jurassic Park got sure. me into, like, zoo books, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I oh, remember yeah. begging my awesome. parents for a yep. subscription because yeah. that was the coolest I mean, that was the coolest thing I ever, I remember having as a kid, almost in terms of reading material alone. Do you guys remember going to the Discovery Center and going oh, to the yeah, dinosaur man. exhibits? That they they had still every have year? that every and once in a while. Long, I haven't they, been they there in years. Ago, but, like a year ago. But I feel like it's so much better when you're kids, though. Of course, everything's <laughs> oh, yeah, better when you're a kid. Better. But you know, Jared, you were asking why do I consider that one of the most monumental films of all time? Why mm-hmm. it's important to cinema history? Yeah, there are two reasons for it. Number one is obviously the director. Steven Spielberg. I think it's one of his best movies. Yeah. Um, and two, this movie came out in 1993. It had some of the best, and I'm about to say something. I'm not just saying special effects. I'm saying practical, practical. effects. Yes. So 
the, most of the dinosaurs in this film were man ma- handmade, like they were animatronics. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's a documentary words. you can watch that shows the, the T-Rex in that scene where it's coming through the fence and it's raining. It had all this paper mache and everything on it, and you could. They had such a hard time in that film when you're watching it. That T-Rex never gets wet once. They had to keep water from getting on it. They went through three heads because water would make the paint slosh off. because they were under such a tight time frame. They didn't have enough time for things to dry. They went through three heads, and when that it's chewing through the fence... And it's coming through the the uh, the roof of the car. They they the the production team talks about how much of a pain in the ass it was to keep water off of the T Rex head. So it's it's crazy to watch. You look at that. You look like it's standing in the rain. That thing never gets wet once. Oh, they did a phenomenal job with all of the dinosaurs and, and recreating everything, them, man. man. Like the the. The, it was uh, so real. The, oh, yeah. Uh, everything that they did with the... Now, yes, there was 3D animation, like the raptors chasing the kids at the in the kitchen scene. Mm-hmm. Those were guys in green suits that they put in. Um, but didn't they use still like a... They like, did have the head. Like yeah. every dinosaur in that movie, the head was created. Like from like here to like maybe like down like t- towards the collarbone, a little bit down below on the chest. It was all real. And... Mm-hmm. That was like the cool thing about it, man. And like it, when you ask me why is it one of cinema's best films, A, the writing in it is great. Uh, it's based off a novel by Michael Crichton. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't follow the book close at all. The, the first film follows the book more than any other film. The other, the other films very deviate from all the books. Um, but all the characters are in the books. Uh, great, great book. The plot, too. the setting. Uh-oh. It just, dude, it was so good, Here, man. Here's the thing. You know, and I mean, James, I was telling James the other day. I remember going to the actual theater here and watching it. Mm-hmm. It was like a two-theater place. That's, mm-hmm. I remember that. And, uh, God, I can still remember the rumble of the uh-huh. seats. And, oh, my yeah. God, it freaking <laughs> got you. I was like, yeah. Like, it, I just, it got it you, captivated man. you it and got made you, you feel yeah. so startled. For my, I was six years old when this movie came out. For my sixth birthday, my mom took my best friend at the time. His name was Jesse. And she took me and him to go see this movie for my sixth birthday. And we saw it in theaters. Obviously, I was six. I don't really remember much of that. But my mom's birthday was last week. And I talked about this on Mm -hmm. our movie podcast. Um, Synergy just opened back up. And they were showing Jurassic Park. So for her birthday... I took her to Synergy because she's never been, and it was kind of it was kind of this like surreal thing because like my mom took me to places like there used to be. Remember on uh, South Sansi, there used to play be a place called a uh, not Fun Fest, but like yeah, is Zone Discovery Zone. Discovery Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where the shoe carnival place yeah. is now. Because like where yeah, you jumped and, in all the balls. Yeah, and all it was that, like yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. but a little yeah. bit cooler. Kind of not as cool as Dave and Buster's, but anyway, she would take me to those things. My mom's <laughs> never got to do anything like that, so we played games afterward, and it was cool. But like the cool thing was, it was it was her fifty sixth birthday. I took her to see Jurassic Park. And she took me on my sixth birthday to see Jurassic Park. Yeah, so it was just, that's cool. But it was so cool, like sitting there in the theater, seeing Jurassic Park on a sixty-inch screen and hearing right, everything. Hearing like exactly, yeah. man. dude. I felt like I was no, in that theater in nineteen ninety-three. The enhanced, you know, technology of the stereo. Man, even now, oh, I bet God, that this, made that oh, movie so much oh, more yeah. incredible. I, I, bet, I wish, I wish you could have the experience of how it was in 93 to now mm-hmm. it's obviously so much better because sound and HD quality video and everything is so much more enhanced, but 
dude, it was so fun watching that movie. Like, I, I, I felt like I was watching it for the first time. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, man. I mean, shit, it's awesome, man. Just kidding me. Great, great movie. One yeah. of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion, man. For sure. I like the sequel, too. Lost World, where it was mm-hmm. just Ian Malcolm. That's what a I was lot of people, ask. like, critically, it bombed. But I, it's a great movie. The I third one's it. trash, that, in my opinion. Yeah. That was going to be my question, is what is better, the sequel, The Lost World, or Jurassic Park 3? And I agree. The, the Lost World was great. Exactly. Ian, more Ian I Malcolm, agree. more Jeff Goldblum is never a bad thing. Uh, never, uh, never. Uh, no. Jeff is awesome, man. He made He's the movie, hilarious. man. He, he made, made the movie. Like, even yes. in that, even in that first was a little one, weird, like, but... going back and watching the, the first one, mm-hmm. yes, Alan Grant, but I like Goldblum's character more. Like, I feel like he's just more down to earth and and the the second movie really what's, expands on that. What's the big the big fat guy? What's his name? Newman. <laughs> yeah, Newman, man. <laughs> no, uh Ned Sarah? was what is it? And and that, that's the crazy thing, right? I loved him and I loved when he got killed. The whole know? time. That was a brutal the, kill the thing, too, man. Yeah. That was a brutal kill. He's the catalyst. The whole movie. Yeah. Everything fucks up because of him. Because <laughs> he's trying to steal exactly. embryos in a Barbasol shaving cream can. And so he, shuts, he shuts down all the power to the park in the middle of a That store. movie made that can you guys, iconic. You guys <laughs> you remember? Admit. Like, that cast was good, too. Aaron, because uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, passed away um, a few years back. I think in 2015, the guy that was Miracle 34th, uh, Dr. Uh, the, uh, guy, the, doctor the, doctor. the guy that created the park. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. passed away. Um, Sam Jackson is in that movie. A lot of people forget one about of the, that. One of the best lines ever. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> yeah, man. That, great, great film. Great. Um, I have some more m- movies here I want to talk about real quick. Uh, this one came out in 1993 as well. Thanks it's so technically much. a comedy. But it's one we can all relate to. It's based in the 70s in Can Texas. Do I get my lid back? And... Uh, the high school, James, that this movie takes place in, I don't know if you know this, is based on where Mike Judge grew up in Texas. Really? Dazed and Confused. Okay, Dazed and Confused. 1993's Dazed Man, and Confused. That's, that's one of those movies that just jumps all over the place. It's so like, I don't know, man. It, it, I do have a question. Have y'all ever played the Dazed and Confused drinking game? There's I played drinking game? I played the soundtrack and, you know. No, there, <laughs> so I got drunk a, on the soundtrack. A, that is true. No, there's a drinking game because in the scene where it's after, um, I, I can't even, it's the kid that always, the drinking game is is whenever the kid touches his nose. Mitch. Mitch, thank you. You played the drinking game. Did you not Whenever Mitch. <laughs> this is the, straight whiskey. You didn't mix this? Welcome to the big boys, James. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> So whenever he touches his nose, right, you drink. All right, all right. And there's there's a good like 10, 15 times. I've heard of a, that. In yeah. about a 10 minute span that he just. Oh. Really? Yeah, yeah, man. It's a great movie. Is, that, is Mitch the one that looks like Trey Hicks? Mm, no. no. You know what I'm talking He's about, He's a long haired right? kid. Yeah, I think it's in the fight at the yeah. park. That dude looks like Trey. Dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> it just, you know what I'm talking about. Talking he does, about. doesn't he? It's a very accurate depiction of how our parents grew up. Like a knife. Of them hanging out with their friends and just being wild, and they and got on to us for the debauchery that we did. Yeah, but back Shh. then they were they were smoking that you know really low grade weed and yeah, it'd been dried <laughs> shit <out> vodka, shit <laughs> vodka. No, uh, but yeah, days confused, man. Like that. That's a good. I one. I pictured that oh, being yeah. they came out in '93, but I pictured that being like what our parents went through in high yeah. school. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> James obviously isn't a fan of McConaughey because no. of where he went to school, his alma mater. Horns down. Horns down. I always. mean, do you like his movies, though? He's, he makes some I don't think good he's movies. a bad actor. He's not a bad actor. He's just. 
I don't want to say. I get you. Anyway, not on this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, think. I don't think that's the worry. I think this is going to be the worry. Both. But, but uh, <coughs> I don't know. Like that. that he is that's, a good actor. That's man. up there for like uh, your. That was like Ameri- a that was American Pie he's before in, American Pie. He's yeah. in we are Marshall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's man. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I loved that. We- was a good movie. Yeah, man, I loved We Are Marshall. That, that's that not- was a good movie. So we're a lot of yeah, sorry about the feedback, guys. Do you want me to yeah, plug that real quick? That, that wasn't the problem. Is, that but- wasn't the problem. Oh yeah, it was. maybe it was. There's a lingering problem. Anyway, hi, we're on video now. <laughs> we're trying to get. Well, this is episode ten of this podcast. They're not all going to be great. We're just trying to learn as we go. Well, you know what is great though? What is really great is Rocket Brews on Amarillo yes. Boulevard. We partner with them, and by partner, I mean we we really like what they do. They like what we do, hopefully. Oh yeah. And so, if you get a chance, go try their drink of the month. Get their beef jerky. Yeah, it's about to change again. So because so the month's almost over. Yeah. <sighs> real real Sounds quick good. before we go to like comedy movies and things, there's one more monumental film that I want to talk about. Just because I want to ask who James James who's in this movie. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> if you're a fan of the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt yeah. Damon. That's a great movie. All right, all right. So I've got. I'm gonna. I've been. I've been trying to decide what my monumental movie is. And I think. Oh I've yeah, we haven't a, finished that yet. Have yeah, we? I've landed I'm on. Say, it's the right. only one uh, of this genre, and it's The Lion King. Oh yeah, dude. Great, you dude. know what? There's so Props many. to you for thinking about that being a monumental film because it. I, I think. I think really just our generation more than anything else. When when we saw what happened, just the effect that it had on us. Man, that death. Yes, Mufasa's you know, death. Yes. It fucked with me for a while. You know, like, Jared, I remember. There's that. a ton for of a kids' while, movies. It still yeah. fucks with me. That's yeah. probably the reason we, I have depression. We are anxiety. privileged because we grew up in a time where the greatest kids' movies ever came out. <laughs> Toy Story, Story, Lion King, Sandlot, Jumanji. Jumanji. I mean, it just list keeps going on. Space, Space, Space Debbie Jam. does Dallas. No, that was Space I, you know, Jam. You know, you said you said mm, um, mm. what did what did you say? You said <laughs> Jumanji, the Nightmare Before Christmas. No, underrated. no, stop it, Jumanji. I think I think Robin Williams. Yeah, let's we talk credit, about. Let's, we, we'll come back to Lion King. Yeah, because but, but because we I said Goodwill Hunting. Robin. Let's Robin. let's talk about alone too. Robin Williams oh, for a minute. I keep kicking you, man. I'm sorry. This is the most action I've had in a while, so I'll take it. (laughs) Robin, why are your legs so smooth? Uh, (laughs) Smooth. We did talk a little bit about Mrs. Doubtfire last episode. Oh, y'all did. Okay, we did. Hence, hence the 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 GIF I sent. Okay, it's it's a GIF. Sorry, it's GIF. Pretty sure it's a generated image file. Okay, do you say that with a G? It it is generated, but it's a GIF. Yeah, but do you say generated with a G? Yeah. As a right. So it's not GIF. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, GIF. Robin Williams, GIF. man, like he contributed a lot to when the nineties. Passed away was one of the I for those that don't know, James knows this, but I grew up my my thing I always wanted to do was become a stand up comedian. Turns out I'm not that funny. But you are. You. I had a dream the other night that you were a stand-up comedian. I like that he dreams about me. I, was I did. About to say this is gonna. Be and so I was gonna text cute. you that morning Where and be like, "Dude, you going with the story? Chase it. Chase but, the dream." But my thing is, is like that's that's what I always did wanted you, to do. Did and you do it? I forgot. It, that, yeah, he never texted me that. I never got that text. This is the first time well, I'm hearing it. You're hearing it live and on, on air. air. Anyway, <laughs> like when he died, man. Like him and there's another actor that I'm gonna get to here in a minute when we talk about Gene funny Wilders. movies. No, okay. he's up there. He's great. He's he's. He I played Willy Wonka things. in high school. Van Wilder's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, 
But man, when 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 Robin passed away, dude, like that that was like it was sad. It was man. like somebody you knew. Like obviously Kobe hit me harder, but yeah, Robin dying, man, like that's because you'll never you get a than, than Robin. Like, Yes, I'm, I'm a little surprised and, and about that's, that. That's a different podcast. Yeah, but, that's that's another conversation. But, but yeah, like when Robin passed away, like just think of the movies he gave us, man. Like Aladdin, which oh were, yeah, you know, mm. obviously that's in the '90s. Jumanji, Doubtfire, Jumanji. Not you take away from him being a stand-up comedian. He was just a phenomenal actor. He, you was. know, he went from comedy to one-hour photo. If you've ever seen that, that is a fucked-up, creepy movie. Yeah, he's he he, he had range. He man. made me not. He made me very uncomfortable you know, with that. The thing about Goodwill Hunting, Good Hunting, right? That's it, right? Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. The, 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 <laughs> the thing I liked about you know what he did is like when he gives if, the advice. If you're hearing sirens, that's on our end, not yeah. yours. <laughs> when he gives the advice and everything, I'm like, I don't like. I hate say. I, I, I know it was probably scripted or whatever, but I was like, I think that's him. Like, because mm. he has so much wisdom. That that's just him. That sounds like something yep. he'd say. That was something, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he can be funny as shit, but then he can be serious enough. You know, and that's why I was like, damn. Go ahead, because you don't, I took it to heart. Yeah, for he sure, needs, for sure. One of his most underrated movies. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. It's with him and Cuba Gooding Jr. It's when he dies. It's called What Dreams May Come. Yes, very oh great my movie. God, very great such movie. an amazing film. I, I think that, that was in the two thousands. Early, yeah, I think early like two thousand two or something. Sorry. No, no, great, you're good. But great, 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 great film. But staying in the genre of comedy, let's let's dig deep into these movies. That hold on, hold on, real quick. Uh, we we got to talk about what Jared talked about, and I think Aaron still has. And do you have a monumental? No, we started with Aaron. No, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, real quick, I do want to talk about Lion King more yes. a little bit more. Okay. What about Lion King? <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. it! Well, I don't think I think one of the one of the big things about Lion King is it was I remember it being marketed very very largely like it was a huge Hell market yeah, push for everyone to get in there. Oh yeah. But no, I think it was just it wasn't necessarily it was it was what worked with Timon and Pumbaa what worked, but it was just that scene. Of the kid walking up to his dad's his dead dad's body and essentially seeking Get comfort out. in what yeah and <laughs> did that hit you? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It was him. It was him I telling his dad to get up, and it exactly. just. I'm, I, I get teared up thinking of it now because it just. It's one of those moments. I had a lot of those in the '90s. You did too. Everybody did. Yeah. Where it just. It was like, okay, this is this is this is a feeling that is gonna. I'm gonna feel later. Who would have thought? Like, prepared us for something I agree with for the you, inevitability. I, I've, I've sh- me and Brianna have showed that to our ten year old Peyton, and you know he didn't get to experience that film like we did when we were his age. That movie came out when we were his age. Yeah, and showing that to him he was like oh Mufasa's dead huh and it's like yeah it sucks doesn't it yeah it's yeah. kind of like life it sucks yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of gave kids a, a reason to have hope and, and and be able to cope with a death like it it shed light on something that was would be controversial today in a Here's kids movie some trivia yeah. for you who plays young Simba Oh, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT. Yes. from Home Improvement. Memorized. Great yeah. 90s show. Another great 90s show. Who plays old Simba? Uh, Matthew guys, Broderick. Yes, sir. Ferris Bueller's Day I Off. I would not know that. Okay, yeah. so did you ever... Okay, so did you know, and you might know this, Sarah Jessica Parker, the, the chick from Sex and the City. Yeah, or it looks Sex like and a the horse, City. right? Yeah, she looks like a horse. She's married <laughs> oh, yeah. to Matthew Broderick She's and hot. was in another... She's hot? She, wait, wait, wait. Time in the 90s. Hang on, hang on. Because Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, Sarah Jessica man. Parker and Hocus There's Pocus. There's a reason South Park nah. calls her a dead horse all the time. No. No. You man. don't got good no. flavor. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you Sarah Jessica Parker on Hocus Pocus. That's a fun story. You see a goat, Aaron. Aaron, You're going to have an issue there. Would you eat ass? Oh, yeah. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> so give me some hot sauce. Why you, look? You think that's attractive? No. Show that picture to everybody. Right, it looks like a man in drag. I don't care. Well, you just change the. Pi- oh, there it is. When you're in the hey, dark, who she gives was good shit. looking in Hocus that's Pocus? Good. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's Hocus, Hocus Pocus. When Hocus, that's, that's my that's my children. Yeah. <laughs> when Hocus Pocus came out, no. Yes. Get the Dude, fuck out of here. She's fine. Yes. Right there. That's when fine. Hocus. Yeah, man. She looks like a meth addict. I'd run at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, good. Well, that's, good. <laughs> that's why she's a movie star. Well, I'm sure right? it says her name was Sarah. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to the comedies. So let's move on let's to the, the comedies. comedies. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, one of the best comedies. I'm not going to say the best. Uh, no, I'm just trying to fix my thing because it's, it's like. Twister. <laughs> Twister was great, son. Oh, yeah. I like Twister. Was, well, we lived in Texas. So, but all right. Go ahead, I'm going to say one comedies. of the best. Top three. Happy Gilmore. So, real quick. I wanted us to talk about. Two people, because you said that we, when we're talking about nineties, we yeah, have to talk, talk about, about Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. They're two. They're, they're, let's just go off on their movies for a little bit. So Happy just Gilmore first. Oh man. I okay, mean, so the next of them would be no, no, um, no. Let's talk about Happy Gilmore. Okay, Happy since Gilmore. you said it. Okay, it's a great movie. I, oh, I'm, and I loved film. it because my my family loves golf. And they watch golf. They'll sit there for hours and hours and play and watch golf. And I do too. But then when Happy Gilmore came out, it kind of it piqued my interest because it I, bridged the gap from did. the ordinary average Joe to golf because golf is really a gentleman's game, and you gotta sometimes you gotta have some money. And he is not a gentleman no, at all in this. He's an ex hockey player that could never make it. And that that movie, man. Is so damn funny. <laughs> that go regulation type of jeans. What? I don't even know what You sound like Coach O, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that one. But it's all it, in the hips. You know what's great about it's great about that movie? The was the intro. It has the best oh, intro man. song of all time. Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. <laughs> you know what I want? Oh my gosh! Shut up. <laughs> Car bringing all this. I want the I want the hand prop, the wooden hand. <laughs> and he's, and he's the best part. Okay. And I'm gonna do this because we have video going. But the best part is when Happy is leaving, and he's like, "Hey, man, it was great. You know, thanks for anyway. I, I'm a hockey player. I don't want to play, but uh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves because he doesn't have a hand. <laughs> oh, the water boy. Mm. Not, not one of the funniest ones. A yes. great what? movie. Yes, it is. It's one of the Aaron, best Aaron. movies, but not where it's necessarily he's the funniest character. But no. it's one of his best movies. Farmer friend. Ideal fan right there. Full club bang bang. For me, man, I mean, you know, you got <laughs> Billy Madison. I mean, Billy just, Madison is. Billy Madison's probably, to me, still his top movie. That's one of my favorites. That's that the top. And, and it's, it came out in 2000, but I love Big Daddy, too. Yeah, Big, Big Daddy's Daddy good. good. I liked but Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer, great. yes. Wedding Singer. Yes. Sandler doesn't. Yeah. Back in the, from his span from like 95 mm-hmm. to 2004, he didn't make a bad movie. Now oh, he's making all these bad Netflix films. <laughs> At least he's still trying, man. Yes, exactly. but have y'all seen uh, uh, Uncut Gems? No. no. It's on Netflix. Or is it on Netflix or is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it, yeah, it's so. Have you seen it, <laughs> dude? It's good, man. It's based on a true story. Like it's it's really good. But uh, Billy Madison, like Veronica Vaughn, so hot. Want, Want to, to touch, touch the hiney? I still think Wedding Singer's better than that one. Than Billy Madison? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why his production company is called Happy Madison Productions. Those are just two best films. Exactly. Do we all agree? Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. Let's put them on. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you think 
You know, wedding singer is better. I just better than what? It's, it's funny. So funny man. Wait, better than I, what? Though? I, I'm gonna throw really out Madison. something. I think Fifty First Dates is funnier than oh, Wedding shit, Singer. Oh shit, that one's pretty funny too. But here's the thing about the Wedding Singer. Great soundtrack, man. Oh, yeah. Golly, That's, man. I can Somebody put some clothes on that kid. <laughs> like, ah, great. They, they picked every great, almost every great 80s song, man. And they did a great job with it. So, But, yeah, Waterboy. Like, Dude, I, I love Waterboy. But that's Waterboy funny. hilarious. No, I didn't say I don't think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. What I was saying is I think that character is not one of his best characters. They're character movies. I do, man. Waterboy is a good movie altogether because it's a football movie, and he's funny as hell, but... It's not necessarily his best character. Here, you, okay, I think it is because he has to ter- transform his personality the whole entire movie into someone else. The, the best, mean, the best part about s- that film is because it has so many like legitimate like football people in that movie. And the, the, my favorite part is when he's like, so basically, uh, the the quarterback hikes the ball and and he gets ready and he drops back and he and he, he, he throws <laughs> it five yards and 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 my job is 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 to is 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 to is to read the blitz and, and go through and tackle and and then I tackle and if he fumbles we can run it back for for a touchdown, and basically that's what happens. Great, and that brings me to my next point, gentlemen, children. Don't smoke crack. <laughs> and the fact that that line is said by Lawrence Taylor <laughs> is the funniest goddamn thing ever. Like, Somebody that did booger sugar yeah. their whole career oh, telling kids not to do crack. Like, did they even think that uh, shit through yeah, when they wrote it? Joe Montana. Sure ordered. Joe Montana. Sure he's the best quarterback since Joe Montana. Or best linebacker what? since Joe Montana. What is he Joe say? Montana was a quarterback, you crazy asshole. <laughs> Joe Montana. What's, what's that stupid joke that he said about the alligator? The yeah, alligator's uh, on it because the, the, well, the, the mom what? said they got all them teeth and, and no toothbrush. No toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking lost it on that. Like, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> And then and he's God. like, he's like, well, mama, ma- mama say, well, mama's wrong again. Yeah, mama's wrong again. <laughs> and Vicky Valacourt, <laughs> she showed me her boobies, and I liked it. I liked them too. <laughs> She's so ugly, dude. You do a great fucking water boy, Bobby Boucher. Boucher. Man, she, but she had that like. Uh, I don't know why, but like she, that, it, was, it was because she did well in the craft. And that's about. No, it. I, I think about when I think about her, I think about American History X, which is a great <laughs> '90s movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think about River Road, and I think about. <laughs> God dog. Oh man, I agree. Moving on, okay. Jim right, Carrey. So, okay, so, Jim Carrey. Jim James Carrey. Jim James Carrey. This guy has gotten crazy. Speaking of Canadians, holy cow! Yeah, all no, of his. He, I, actually, I think he's woke. I don't think, think he's crazy. I, I think some of the stuff he says is crazy. Yeah, I mean, th- most th- smart people don't do. Don't say woke though. I don't know, man. Go watch. Go watch word. the episode. Because lots of people that are woke. Go are just watch assholes. the episode with uh, on Netflix that J- uh, that Seinfeld does. Jerry does called "Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee." Go watch the the Jim Carrey episode he does with him. All right, all right. So let's talk about do that. some of the best movies of his. You know, the Cable Guy, Liar Liar, The Mask, Ace, Ace, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. My favorite. My favorite of the nineties that Jim was in. Was Dumb and Dumber? Oh yeah, I love. Uh, you don't like Dumb and Dumber? I don't know. Dumb and Dumber is probably okay. That's so much worse. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to hear. No, no, no. He's saying that because he loves it. Because man, like Dumb and Dumber, man, like God, such a such a great production, man. Classic. Like Lloyd, we're on a very tight budget here, Harry. 
I took care of it. I sold some stuff to Billy and 4C. The blind kid? (laughs) (laughs) A couple of marbles, pack of trading cards. Petey, you sold my dead bird to a blind kid? Pretty bird. Our pet's heads are falling off. (laughs) Like, come on, man. So I think Joseph will agree with me on this. His best performance, embodiment of a character, or you may hate this, Batman Forever. The fuck out of here! That trash. <laughs> His best portrayal of a character. He was a is, great Riddler. Okay, the first. He was a great Riddler. You know what? You know what? Crazy asshole. He has some range. He has some like the number twenty three, and then there's a like drama movie on Netflix. But um, his best portrayal, I like the first Ace Ventura. Yeah. Oh man. That, that when they go Such to the mental movie. asylum and he's like, "I'm ready to go in, Coach." <laughs> And he like does the whole <laughs> thing where he's like, let's see that in an instant replay. <laughs> Do you think he was that. on anything? You know, these guys are movie stars. Jim? No. no. Honestly, think, I think no. Him. I think that's just comedy genius. I think so, too. I think that's just genius. You know where he's I just got to throw that out there because I, I never thought that he was like influenced beyond Speaking of 90s, just his talent, you know. Do you guys know where he got to start? One of the most he popular. He was living in a car. I, I know that. Well, he did. Yeah. And so, yes, Raven he color. was homeless for a little bit, living in a car, mm-hmm. but he was also living in color, in yeah. living color, which was yeah. way funnier than Mad TV or SNL at the time. Like, he played Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> how, uh, many, how, <laughs> many don't, how many don't play that? Like, how many don't play dude, that? Dude. Jim Carrey was hilarious. He was like one of the only white people on In Living Color. And that was the cool thing about it. In Living Color was supposed to be this alternative to Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. It was supposed to ha- bring you uh, minorities yeah. uh, in, in a different reflection and giving you comedy and all these things. And he was one of the only white people on that show. And it is so damn funny. Like he, What years was that? Was that late 80s it, uh, or mid-80s? It started 91 and ran okay. until like 95. It didn't have a 90 long... 90 to 94, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, didn't, it didn't last long. So that's how he got exposed. That's yeah, how he got his start. He got his experience. And his and he was just like, one of my favorite scenes is from the bloopers of Liar Liar, where he's having that bitch, hag, overactor. <laughs> like, that's what she calls him is an overactor. And that's what he was known for, was he would go so outlandish with any mm. character he ever did. Like, if you, if you tell me about Jim Carrey, I'm thinking about how outside of the box he was like but, the facial expressions he could make the way he would just like but, turn thing, he took, but whatever he, he did he would check it right and yes. he'd be like we gotta do it again or i mean he was very precise on what he did for so, sure for sure he's a he's a, he's an artist of craft oh yeah he's a very i mean as far as the art of acting he perfects it He's just so good, man. Mm-hmm. Especially in the '90s when he was young and full of energy. The sad thing man. is, is I think the uh, what, what's the name of the two directors that directed? Uh, they did. They did Dumb and Dumber. Farley. The Farley, the Farley, Farley, Farley brothers. brothers. They fucked up that second one. Have y'all seen the sequel? I didn't watch it. It's horrible. They've got some one-liners. It's almost like he took you know Paul or Paul Feige. Feige. It's the guy that redid the um, the Ghostbusters one. Oh and yeah, he did like. <clears throat> it seemed like he, he, there was a lot of little like jokes put in that they just ran over. All right, let's cut this again and try to get a funnier I f- joke. I feel like that movie is not Jim and uh, what's the other actor's name? Lloyd. No, but what's it? No, Harry. Lloyd. Yeah, it's Harry. But what's his name? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. They had been out of acting for so long. That it wasn't a such of acting. I don't think it was their fault. I think it was the direction they were taught. I think it was the Farley brothers. They haven't made a movie since, and this was the best last movie that they made. 
I liked me myself and Irene oh, with Jim Carrey. Well, and Jeff Daniels had just that's a funny of, movie. That was a funny. What was his What was his drama movie. TV show that he did you know for what HBO? Man. A white the Rhode Island just police officer adopting three black kids as his own. Like the best part was the their comedy relief was like, "Bye, y'all. Thanks for watching our motherfucking movie." Ah. <laughs> it's such a funny movie. Another actor that pops up like Jim Carrey's Ben Stiller. Man, he's up there. Man, there's something about Mary. That movie sticks in my mind. Heavyweights. Oh, I love that movie. Dodgeball. Yes. Dodgeball. I mean, Doolander. that's a 2000. Doolander, yeah, yeah but Dodgeball is still just ha- a great He was movie. in Happy Gilmore. But a he movie we're all forgetting about. Oh, my gosh, he was. Yeah. 1995. <laughs> oh, well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled two hours of landscaping duty. duty. 1995. Tweety's right down the hole. Friday. That's, the, yeah. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I remember watching it, man. That shit was just—it it stands the test of time. But Ben Stiller movie. isn't well, in Friday. Comedy, no, I'm not. Man. We're oh, moving okay. on from that. Okay, that's yeah. That's all my comedy picks. Yeah, too, Friday. Man, Friday. I was like, wait, no. where's he going? Ben Stiller. We're done with Ben Stiller. All right. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, Jerry Stiller, his dad that was yeah. in Seinfeld, just died. Anyway, Friday's hilarious. But Friday being an iconic movie of our childhood that we could connect to once we got older. It stands the test of time. Even kids now today, by Felicia, they use that freaking line. Our students use it all the time. It's just those those moments in that movie are continued to be in use with the young generation, and it, it's a movie that doesn't go out of style. No matter how Dude, old it gets, so it funny. doesn't go out of style. The sequels weren't as good, but man, no. that, that first movie is so damn good. Like The way it starts off, where he's just like waking up on a Friday afternoon, it's in the summer, he's out of school, he's jobless, Ice Cube goes to the door, and it's like the, the, the church ladies from his local church yeah. are like, are you safe? Because if you're not, and he just slams the door. They're like, well, fuck you. <laughs> Half dead motherfucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker, man. He was so freaking brilliant yes. in that movie, man. God, man. He was so good. Smokey. Like, that character stands the test of time. It, on, he does, Smokey. man. And, and I was disappointed wasn't in the rest, but... Allegedly, the next one is being made, and he's signed on to do it. But Of course he is. And then Debo. It's going to be bad, I'm sure. Debo no. came to Amarillo, actually. Oh, Chino. Yeah, uh, what's one his of name? Our, Tiny Lester. Yes. Yeah, he, he brought him to um, the mall, and he did a lot of uh, no. autograph sessions. Signings, and, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Did you yeah, go he, get your he, yeah? He posted up outside of Spencer's. I, I think. I didn't. Did he like? Did he, I'm sure he charged people. Yeah, he charged people just, probably like 10, 15 crazy. bucks. Not it's much. The weird, the weird life. You know what? If I gotta take fifteen bucks for Debo to snatch my chain, so I can go cry in the car, <laughs> I'd do it. It's Dude, a, Friday. It's I, an I feel iconic like they, movie. they don't like Friday. <laughs> I feel like that's the vibe I'm getting from these two. No, I like Friday. I love Friday. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It's well, it's funny. Well, <laughs> I mean, you've hit every he spot. He coined. I got. I got. I got. I got. Forty-five minutes. You mean you've hit every spot? What do you want me to say about it? I mean, I'm Debo's pigeon coop. <laughs> I was at Debo's pigeon coop, sweating like a slave. Did <laughs> <laughs> you know they didn't? Oh, those actors didn't get paid shit for that. Yeah, movie. that oh, movie, they didn't no get way. paid. There's no way. Shit. Oh yeah, Ice Cube wrote it. Wasn't I mean, that, that was a? Wasn't that a? Uh, it was. It was a famous director too. Um... I think the one of the first the yeah. Hughes Hughes brothers made that. Tupac whooped the ass. Yep. I think <laughs> I think they're the ones that made that. Well, I they were. A, I think the first the movie F, was F, a Hughes brothers film. It's uh, it was the Felix Gary Gray. I swear to God, the, the Hughes, Hughes brothers, brothers did um, South Central. Uh, 
Don't be a menace to South be Central. A, no, it's just called Don't Be a Menace. Yeah, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice. That's parody. Yeah, but Don't Be a Menace to South Central is Hughes Brothers and Tupac uh, auditioned for O-Dog. I think he's one of the main characters. Yeah. But, but you are right. He got in a fight with them and he left the set. Didn't happen. But you are right. It was Felix Gary Gray's directorial debut for okay. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what kudos, a great kudos film! To that. You know, the second one was okay. You know, it wasn't as bad. All the other two. Next we need to talk about that one. The second one? No. The man. one with Day Day? No, dude, so, that's funny. It, uh, there's some funny it's moments. Funny. Man, that's man. funny, but it's never gonna be like. And no, no, no. For but sure. The whole genre of hood movies. We got Boys in the Hood, Minnesota South Central. Man, those but movies are great. Here's the thing. Okay, we're we're still in comedy, right? Minnesota Society. Yeah, Minnesota. Here's the one that y'all. I know you. I know which one you're gonna say. You keep freaking forgetting, man, and I can't believe y'all. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, we. Well, hang on. Let's get to your your comedy because that's a that'll fit in well. Let's hear it. Go ahead, Aaron. I know what you're gonna say. Let's hear it. You better y'all, y'all keep forgetting about Office Space, man. Oh yes. Like it's on my list. I just haven't got to it yet. Oh whatever. <laughs> you interrupted him. Suck dick. It's a jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> I mean, can I have a son have of you see my stapler? I mean, uh, that one right there. So and of course. Yeah, you're not wearing your flair. <laughs> hey, let's talk about how hot she was in that movie. Dude, yeah. she, it's who, just Jennifer Aniston in the Jennifer 90s. Aniston, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And who wrote, who wrote it? Mike Judge. Thank yep. you. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis Where and was Butthead. it filmed at? Where was it Where was filmed, it was it filmed at? in Austin? Yeah, I knew it was a Texas because it's a Mike Judge yeah. film. Okay. Like, he loves Texas. Oh, well, yeah. Because exactly. he's from here, King but of the, the Hill. That's the thing I like about Office Space, man. It was all here. The soundtrack, you know, I, I, I got to touch on the soundtrack with the Ghetto Boys. It really brought them to the forefront of, of popularity the, with that soundtrack. Because you had, feels good, damn it, feels good to be a gangster. And you had still, when they're beating the shit out of that, the copier. <laughs> it's I mean, it just great, yeah. dude. Back up in your ass with the resurrection. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why my name is so hard to say. Nah-i-na-na-jad. Nah-i-na-na-jad. <laughs> That is such a great movie. Oh my golly! Office Space has become. I mean that that didn't start off as as a, as a big hit, right? No, That's it become did not. more of a cult hit with with oh, your yeah. generation kind of embracing it years later. Michael Bolton. Oh, Michael Bolton. <laughs> Are y'all related? What's uh? So what's your favorite <laughs> Michael? Bo- what's your favorite Michael Bolton song? Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't choose. I pretty like much. Pretty much. He's like, oh yeah, man. <laughs> it's like that. Like every fucking interview. Um. All right. So th- another another one that we haven't talked about. Um. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Underrated. Under. Yeah, well, it was it was really popular at the time, but that was, was a movie that I just I remember just going to and just hear. laughing. Yeah, because yeah. it's it was crude. It was a good movie, man. Fat bastard. <laughs> you know, the characters were so funny. You know, they were totally mythical, fictional, but they were you felt like you could connect to them. You know, their yeah. personality. And Wayne's World was another one. Remember Wayne's World? Wayne's World was great too. It was a good one. Excellent. Wayne's World. Hard time. Excellent. And that was a spinoff of what was it Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. Skit. So, man, that, and they had what was there three of them that they came out with? Yeah. The third one was, it just seemed like it was a little it was pushing it a little too much. It seemed yeah. like they were just trying to do too much. Yeah. With that, Joseph just walked in. Joseph Austin Powers. And Wayne's World. And Wayne's World. Just Mike Myers. Because even I think Shrek came out Austin in like Powers 99, right? That funny. No, 2000, 2001. Sorry. It's just not, it's not funny. I didn't think Wayne's World was that funny. 
I thought Austin Powers was funny versus Wayne's World. The first Austin Powers is okay. They they yeah. beat the shit out of that dead horse yeah. for a long time. But initially, but that's what you got to do to make a little. Is, is the first one where they have all those like uh, dick references where he's like, it looks like a giant. Yeah. No, I think, I think the first one that's boob references. No, I swear maybe it's to dick God. references. Boy, dick references. No, they did, I don't know. they did it in the first one. Okay. Yeah, first uh, one. yeah. That, that, and that one, one, will never forget. What I'm dick getting reference. at is that that one was the only one that was funny to me. I don't ever forget dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Aaron Pena. He's here all week. The movie that that I, man, I connect with the most of the 90s as a teenager came out in 1999. So this is General Connections. Let's hear it. American Pie. Oh, of course. Man. That, so was, our, that was literally our childhood. Oh, well, not childhood. childhood. But <laughs> that was a high school. That's a weird childhood you had. Yeah. No, <laughs> awesome childhood I had. Yes. Five years old fucking Stifler. Pie. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, pie. Stifler was born. Jim's dad was born. Mm. Jim reminds me so much of our buddy Trey. It's uncanny. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking really him. Is, it is, it is <laughs> him very much to so a T. Very much. We could connect with each of those characters. Yep. Like we would always say, okay, you're Shipbreak, <laughs> you're Stifler, you're Casanova, whatever his name was, and everybody had their own like yeah, Jim. Jim was definitely character Trey. they could identify with. You, you were, you were probably the Casanova dude. Nah. Eric, Who are you? Eric Gable was what's his nuts? <laughs> uh, the, the Bang Stifler's mom. <laughs> what's his name? Shipbreak. Kind of Shipbreak. I've kind of a mix of the, you know, he saw the picture of the MILF. Just MILF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like in the hallway. Send the John Cracker Titty on the, on the wall. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Yeah, he would be one of those guys. Terminator. The Terminator, <laughs> yep. Man. Such a great movie that, that spanned a bunch of films, but. That some of it them weren't so great, the spinoffs. The- but every film that was in that original cast, mm-hmm. all good. All yeah. good. Even yeah. the American Reunion. Oh, yeah. They were very, all good. Very, very Ameri- good. The wedding. I mean, all that was so... You got to see the characters evolve over time, grow up. Yep. And that was the coolest part, you know? You got to see... Shannon Elizabeth. I think I got... I, <laughs> Blink-182 was in that first movie. Yeah. They had to be, man. I got kicked out of American Wedding at Tinseltown in Lubbock. You got I, kicked out of the film? Because I was 16, and oh. they went in looking for tickets, oh. and I was like, oh, shit. And they, <laughs> I was, it was ridiculous. I'm going to have a better story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> no, you got shit-faced. Happy birthday, I'm pretty sure we paintballed their sign later. We did a lot of paintballing back in the day. <laughs> that movie <laughs> helped us grow up. Kicked you out. Well, they weren't going. In, yeah, and I'm they sure. They were bored, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody have any other movies for the 90s? Yeah. Rush Hour. Rush Hour is great. Rush I want to. I was looking at your list. Yeah. And the one that you, we keep forgetting is Major Pain, man. Yeah. Golly. That shit was hilarious. Major yeah. Pain's funny. Major yeah. Pain was a great one. Half baked. Half baked. Come down, B. You know, oh, B. That's man. how it's going, B. I remember wrong. We're going to go down the rabbit hole of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Here we one, go. One of my favorite. Well, well no, I was just going to say real quick. Uh, Two movies that I didn't get to talk about was Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Pulp yeah. Fiction. Great good, movie. Goodfellas good, is good. the best gangster movie. That is my Period. favorite movie of all time. Depart, Departed is number two. <laughs> it goes Goodfellas, Departed, Forrest Gump. Those are my three Departed. favorite movies. You're like Boston? What, are you some kind of faggot? No. <laughs> that's just like, it's a good movie. No, that's I'm trying to do. Mark. <laughs> I know. I was trying to do Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the... the 
Pulp Fiction. Tarantino in the Oh, that's 90s. a great movie, man. But, you know, Pulp Fiction, Samuel Reservoir Jackson. Dogs, Jackie Brown. Great, great, great movies. What about South Park? Snatch. The Snatch wasn't Your the favorite 90s. movie. He knows every word to this movie. South Park, Bigger, Bigger Longer, longer uncut. uncut. Go ahead. Give us a line. There's a bunch of birds in the sky. It's the first song. Okay, no, let's do it. Let's see if you can do the whole thing. Okay. And, and some, some deers just went running by. Oh, the, the snow's, snow's pure, pure and white on the earth, rich and brown. Just another Sunday morning in my quiet mountain town. Wow. The sun is shining Dorks. and the grass is green under the three feet of snow. Oh, I mean. This is the day when it's hard to wear a frown. Keep going. All the Keep going. People stop to say hello. Get out of my way. Even though the temperature's low. It's a perfect Sunday morning in a quiet little redneck mountain town. Or something like that. Dude, that Very was, good. That was pretty bravo, yes. bravo. No, that was the only movie that we Who's owned your favorite in like 2005. Character from that movie, Satan. From that movie? From that movie, Kyle's out, mom. Out of the four boys, I love Stan. Stan the most. Stan My favorite people. South Park character of all time is Randy. Yeah. Oh, Randy yeah. Marsh. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. But yeah, South Park Bigger and Long, Longer yeah. Cup came out in '99. Yeah. So I gotta go with Butters. That was Butters. <laughs> Everyone knows it's Butters. That's me. I love Butters. <laughs> Poor Butters is the worst. He is the he is the most worst. Well, I don't know if he's the worst treated character. He's pretty bad though. I mean, he, okay. gets, he gets the shaft. I, I gotta add. I gotta add one more. What is it? Tommy Boy, guys. Tommy Boy, yes. Fat guy in a little like, coat. He's like, <laughs> not really about Chris Farley, dude. Yeah, Chris Farley yeah. was, ah, was big in the 90s. R.I.P. Taboo kind of feeling of, oh, well, what if it's this? And it kind of it kind of plays on a little bit of people's, I don't know about if it plays on their paranoia, but it plays on, on the possibility of, man, it really could be something like this. The idea of what deja vu is. The, the, yeah. the, that conversation that they have is, you know, I'm going to take this and I'm going to take a bite of this and it's going to taste like steak. But it's not because it tastes like steak. It's because that this is what I'm told steak tastes like. And so then you've got to think, okay, well, the steak tastes the same for me as it does for you. Jared, if your brain had titties, I'd fuck it. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Well, on that note, I want to fuck your titties too. We are going to wrap up part two of the '90s series that we're. we're I'm Jared Scott. I'm Aaron Peter. I'm James Fairchild. I don't know what this is. Let's say. God damn it! No, no, that, just leave it. Aaron, what the fuck? Stay tuned for part three.